The Z-Ball Podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast and week six of the Scorching Sex Picks. Recording this on a Thursday night in Southern California after another Thursday night football game. In this one, the Chiefs jump out to a 16-0 lead. Denver makes it somewhat interesting, but Chiefs in control for most of the game end up winning 19-8. Good defensive performance. Only score one touchdown offensively. Uh, Looks like they're kind of just taking it easy. Joining me once again to discuss the week six slate and the Thursday night game, we got Rebound. What up, Rebound? How's it going? What's up, Zivo? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Doing well. Uh, we're both coming off a good week five. It should be a good week six uh, of football matchups. So, what's your thoughts on the Thursday night game? First, we'll start with the, the Broncos, one and five. Uh, obviously, even worse start than they had last year. So what's your what's your take on the Broncos? Yeah, possibly tanking for Caleb Williams. I mean, Russell Wilson's gone after this season. I don't know where he'll go, but some team will take him because Sean Payton's not going to put either Sean Payton's gone or Russell Wilson's gone. And they they went up. The actual new ownership brought in Sean Payton. They didn't bring in Russell Wilson. So I think Russell Wilson's gone. He's history. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it seems like Denver, uh, there's uh, Randy Gregory, they traded. Uh, I, they're getting rid of Frank Clark, most likely. It looks like they're shopping Jerry Judy. So it looks like a fire sale is going on there. But on the other side for the Chiefs, uh, other than the Bears win, uh, they haven't really blown anyone out, right? So. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're just cruising right now. They're just cruising, experimenting. Yeah, they need a, a wide receiver. They should have got Chase Claypool, the Dolphins, to got. Okay, but yeah, I mean, their defense has looked really good, I mean, in most of these games, so I guess that's a positive sign, and I think they're getting Nick Bolton back soon, uh, so yeah. that should be an added boost for them, uh, one of their, best, their better linebackers. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, not much else to say. Uh, continued domination by the Chiefs over the Broncos. I don't think the Broncos have beaten the Chiefs since, uh, I think, Peyton Manning's last season in 2015, I yeah, believe. Yeah, that's right. Correct. Yeah, so <laughs> it's been quite quite a long streak for for the Chiefs over over the Broncos. The, the I think that's fifteen straight wins now or sixteen straight wins. Sixteen, yeah, that's right, that's right. By the Chiefs over the Broncos, so that's um, likely to continue when they meet again. Uh, I think in three weeks, three weeks from now, or All two right, weeks from right. now. Okay, uh, enough about that. Uh, let's get into the week six slate. Start with. Game number one, we got another London game. This one we got Tennessee, who's technically the home team, two and three. They're facing off against the Baltimore Ravens, three and two. And this one, Baltimore is giving four points. What do you think? Yeah, this is going to be an interesting game. Uh, I mean, the Ravens have been a disappointment this season so far. And I just don't know what to say. It's just every year... And now it's all, and now I don't I just don't want to hear the excuse Lamar doesn't have weapons. 
Yeah, so Adele Beckham, he has Zay Flowers, Rashad Bateman, and Mark Andrews. And they were up, I believe, 10-0 or 10-3, and they blew that game last week to Pittsburgh. And Tennessee, I don't know what to say about Tennessee. They're just who they are. They're going to be an okay team. Their defense is pretty good, but at the end of the day, if I'm, I'm going to go with the better quarterback and pair, and that's Lamar Jackson over Ryan Tannehill and the better offense, so I'm going to swallow the four and take the Ravens. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you to start off week six. I, I like the Ravens uh, laying the four. I'm going to swallow the four points with them. agree with you. I think uh, Lamar Jackson's going to have a better game. Uh, the receivers dropped uh, some pretty uh, surefire passes last week. I think this week they'll come down with them in London in Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. And I think the, the Ravens cruise in this one. I think I'm going to say 24-10 and have them moving 4-2 and two and covering the four points. Our game number two, Atlanta at home, undefeated so far at home. All their three wins at home so far, three and two on the season, hosting the two and three Washington Commanders. This one, Atlanta is a two and a half point favorite. What do you think? Yeah, this is going to be a good game. I think the Commanders are a very underrated team. A lot of people don't put respect on their name. I think Sam Howell is a solid QB. Uh, unfortunately, their offense has been an overall disappointment. Especially John Dotson, I thought he was going to have a breakout year. Brian Robinson has been doing good, but their defense is solid. And it's like the opposite with the Falcons. Their offense is good, but their defense sucks. But like you said, they play great at home, so I'm going to roll with the Falcons here. I think uh, Bijan has a big game, and I, I'm going to swallow the two and a half and take the Falcons. Yeah, this is a really toss-up 50-50 type game. Um... I mean, I think the Falcons are definitely going to be able to score points. I think they've got a lot of weapons. And then the Commanders as well have uh, good weapons, but they're just very inconsistent. Uh, and they've obviously run into some uh, good teams, obviously, with Philly. And then they had the short week uh, coming off the game against Philly. So they were a little rusty after that. But they got trounced by uh, Justin Fields last week on Thursday night. I think they should be well rested, uh, put up a better performance in this one. But nonetheless, I think I still think the Falcons win a close one. So I'll agree with you again, and swallow the two and a half points with the home team Falcons. Have them winning this one, 27-24, and moving to four and two on the season. All right, game number three: Cincinnati at home, two and three, hosting the three and one Seahawks, who are coming off their bye week. Cincinnati giving two and a half rebound. What do you think? Yeah, this is going to be a good game. Uh, I mean, Joe Burrow looks like he's back and in full strength. And Jamar Chase finally had a breakout game. T. Higgins might play. He's limited in practice again today. And they're saying even if he does play, he's going to be possibly on a snap count and not 100%. And the Seahawks have looked good. I mean, Geno Smith looks good, but... I think the Bengals are back and they're ready to go, and I think they're going to win this one easily by a touchdown and cruise on it. Okay, yeah, I'm going to agree with you again for the third straight game. I think uh, Cincinnati, I, they got something going last week with Burrow and Chase, and Chase had a big game, I think three touchdowns, over 150 yards, I think, something like that. 
and he, he looked like his old self uh, after he was obviously a little frustrated going into that game and some of the interviews, but it uh, looks like Burrow was able to get him the ball, and I think he should be able to do that again. Obviously, he's not going to have as good of a game as he had in, the, in last week, but I think against the Cardinals, but I still think he'll play good, and then uh, they'll get a, a good def defensive performance as well, I think, and then I think the Seahawks should be uh, good coming off a of bye week. Uh, obviously, uh, they've been really good since they lost the, the first game to the Rams at home. But I think this is going to be a tough environment for them, uh, traveling all the way to the East Coast, early start, coming off a of bye week. I think they might be a little rusty. And then, uh, obviously, they have really good young corners in Devon Witherspoon and Tariq Woolen. But I just think with the weapons that Cincinnati has with Boyd and Chase and then Higgins might play, we'll see. But even if he doesn't, I think Joe Burrow will be able to get the ball, move the ball around and get that offense going. So I like Cincy here. I'll say 28-20 and they get to 500-3-3 on the season. All right, game number four, another early afternoon game. Jacksonville at home, three and two, hosting the three and two Indianapolis Colts in an AFC South divisional game. And this one, Jacksonville is laying four points. Rebound. What do you think? Yeah, I mean it's gonna be a good game. You know, obviously week one was a good game when Jacksonville lost. And obviously, I think the huge deal here is Anthony Richardson is out. He's on the IR, so he's out at least four weeks. So Gardner Minshew will be in place there. Uh, I don't know what to say. I mean, now they have Jonathan Taylor back. You got Michael Pittman there. You got Zach Moss. But at the end of the day, I think Jacksonville is the better team here. I think Trevor Lawrence is starting to light it up. And you got Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley, Evan Ingram, along with ETN doing well, and I think the, the the Jaguars cover her pretty easily. I think they win by double digits, and I'm going to swallow the four and take the Jaguars. Yeah, I mean, th this should be another fun game, uh, I mean, but a good divisional rivalry. I think Jacksonville won 31-21 versus the Colts in week one, I think. Uh, so, But Jacksonville has lost two games at home. They're one and two at home. Uh, they, I think they played two London games. One of those counted as a home game, I believe, or maybe both of them, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, and this one, I yeah, I think they've kind of gotten rolling with uh, that win last week versus Buffalo in London. So, uh, I'm going to be agreeing with you again. Four straight times rebound. I think Jacksonville is the play here at home. I think. Ridley, Ridley and Kirk are going to have, both are going to have a good game. ETN is going to continue uh, building off that great game he had last week. And I think Jacksonville is going to roll pretty easily. 31-23 uh, in this one, I think, and move to 4-2 on the season. All right, so we're both following the four on that one. And let's move in to game number five. Late afternoon game on Fox, Tampa Bay at home, three and one, coming off their bye week. They're hosting the four and one Detroit Lions. 
The Lions, a road favorite, giving three points. What do you think? Yeah, this is going to be a really good game. I mean, uh, I don't like this guy, but I have to give him credit. Baker Mayfield, he's been playing a lot better than I thought he would. He does have the weapons there now, so he's been playing good. Uh, I mean, you got a good defense there in Tampa Bay. And the Lions have been balling out too. I mean, you know, uh, you got Jared Goff playing well. Sam Laporta did not practice today. That's a big deal for the Lions. Amon Ross St. Brown will be back. So you'll have Amon Ross St. Brown and Jamison Williams there. And uh, they're pretty much saying David Montgomery is the lead back now, along with Jameer Gibbs. And their defense has been pretty good. You obviously have Aiden Hutchinson there. But at the end of the day, I'm still going to swallow the points again, and I'm going to take the Lions minus three or three and a half, whatever it is. Okay, so I think we've taken favorites all so far, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I really like Detroit here as well, so I, we're agreeing again. Uh, I don't know why, but yeah, we're agreeing again on this one. Uh, I think, I just think Lions better offense in this one, so they'll be able to score more on the opposing defense and I think both of these defenses are really good high quality defenses good young players I, I think Tampa's slightly better defensively probably but I, I just think the Lions especially I'm a big fan of their offense coordinator Ben Johnson uh, he has some creative plays he him and San Francisco and Detroit both ran the same play last week that little reverse flea flicker type thing for a touchdown to their tight end. And it was about the same yard, same spot on the field when they ran it and threw a touchdown. So a lot of op weapons offensively for Detroit with Montgomery, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, like you said, Sam Laporta, their young tight end from Iowa. And then uh, Goff under Ben Johnson has looked excellent the last two years. And I think he's going to sling it around. Uh, Get some points on the board, and I like Detroit, so I'm going to swallow the three points with them. Agree with you for the fifth straight game. Have them winning, uh, I'll say, 30 to 23, and moving to 5-1 and one on the season. All right, game number six, last game of the week. A Monday night game in prime time from SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California. The 2-2 two and two Los Angeles Chargers coming off their bye week. Hosting the 3-2 and two Dallas Cowboys who are coming off a blowout loss to San Francisco 42-10. This one, we got Dallas as a road favorite laying two points. What do you think, rebound? Yeah, obviously Dallas coming off a blowout loss, as I said they would last week. The Niners, they just got manhandled uh, all around. The Niners are just probably the best team in the league. And, I mean... I don't know what happened, but just Dak Prescott has been playing awful, and he needs to get called out on this. He's been he's just been complete shit, and he's not the quarterback who they thought they were getting, and this possibly could be his last season there. And then obviously the Chargers coming off a of bye week, uh, so they're just so so. They won their last game, but nothing impressive there. But at the end of the day. This is the Chargers. You have to know that. This is the Chargers. And I think Dak Prescott is going to have a huge game as the Chargers have the worst, I repeat, the worst pass defense in the league, ranked 32nd. 
They're going to make Dak Prescott look like Patrick Mahomes. This is the easiest game of the week. Take the Cowboys. Swallow the two and a half points. Bet your bet a bet your paycheck on it. It's two. A uh, two. Take the two. Bet bet everything on it. Cowboys minus two. Easiest money you could ever get. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna disagree with you on this one. Uh, I just think uh, a lot of weapons for the Chargers offensively. They're getting Eckler back. Eckler practicing full today. I think he's gonna have. Obviously, going to be limited snap count, but I think he's going to bring a, a much-needed added element back to the Chargers' offense and give Herbert a little bit of a break. Uh, they can't, so they don't rely on him too much. And I think more importantly, I think he's going to help them kind of control the clock in this game, control the line of scrimmage. And then I think they're going to, obviously going to be doubling uh, Micah Parsons uh, on the edge there with their offensive line. And kind of, kind of try to take him out of the game, and then on Dak on the other side, given uh, Chargers defense, he's gonna at least throw one pick. So I think that's gonna kind of factor into it, factor into it as well. So even though I obviously this will be probably be like a seventy-five twenty-five split, like Cowboys fans seventy-five percent, but I still think the Chargers. Uh, are going to win this game outright, and I'm, I'm going to take them getting the two at, at home. And I'll take them to win outright. I'll say 31-28 and move to 3-2 and two on the season. Alrighty, that'll wrap it up for Week 6, Scorching 6. Rebound, thank you so much for coming on. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me on, Zebo. Good luck, everyone. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoy all of the Week 6 matchups. And we'll see you guys next week for Week 7, Scorching 6.